Welcome to the Covenant Women Podcast with Dr. Adonica Howard-Brown, your on-demand source for Holy Ghost-filled preaching and teaching. You bring blessing everywhere you go. You bring freedom. You bring liberty. Out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Be refreshed, encouraged, and strengthened as you hear the Word today. Okay, so we're going to do a little bit of fun stuff now. Uh, well, we, we've, done, we've done ministry fun stuff in between. What are we going to do? Well, we call it fun stuff, but it's, it's uh, we've been talking about your insides for days. Now we're going to be talking about your outsides. And God wants us to be holy, pure, inside and out. But you can still, he, you know, beautiful, beauty. God created you. You can be beautiful. And you can make the best of what you have. Amen. You know, there's some things you can't change, but you can make the best of it. So that's what we're going to be talking about, making the best of it. You can be modest and pure and still beautiful. So I, I really feel so bad for girls a lot of times that are put in this religious box and, you know, they, they wear baggy clothes and that just hang on them like, dress nice, wear, wear something that flatters you. And, you know, the current fashions, if they're not flattering to you, don't be sucked into wearing them. Amen. Uh, those models are paid big bucks to wear those crappy clothes they put them in. I, I don't know if you could pay me enough to be that humiliated as some of the stuff they're making them do these days, walking down the catwalks. Oh my Lord, boys with dresses on and some of them are just plain disgusting pornography. I mean, I saw some photos the other day of a fashion show. I, w- I don't want you to go look it up, so don't, but um, I was like, my eyes! It was disgusting. It was, these people are, they're so unclean. Ugh. And I think, I, I don't know if I should say this or not. I think some of the boys that, no, never mind. I think they don't like girls. And I think they're making fun of us and they make, the, amen. Oh yeah, she's agreeing with me over there. And these horrendous fashions, and I think they're laughing at us while we make them rich. With all these horrendous, so let's not give those guys money. Anyways, but it's okay to, be, to wear makeup. Just wear enough to enhance what you have, not hide what you have. Because you don't want a guy to marry your makeup and then you take it off and he's like, whoa, what happened? Because every now and again, you, you hear those stories, right? It, of these guys married a girl and then he's like, this is not what I paid for. <laughs> I bought the one with the makeup. I didn't buy the one with no makeup. So Pastor Rodney says, your future spouse needs to see you with no makeup on and still, you know. So mine is so sweet. He's like, you don't need makeup. You look good. Then I look at my photos. I'm like, yes, I do need makeup. <laughs> Just a little bit of makeup. You know? <laughs> so, so anyways, so some of these the eyelashes. And I went to an event the other day with a bunch of Christians. I think I was the only one in there without false eyelashes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my word. Anyways, I just, I mean, if you, if you want to do that, fine. But it was kind of discombobulating. Because, I mean, you know, some of them look very, fairly natural. But some of them are like, do you have a two caterpillars on your face? <laughs> it's, it's just, I think it takes away from you. It's distracting. Because I don't remember you or your name, but I remember your, your eyelashes. You know? <laughs> and so you, you, you don't want what you're wearing to overpower you. You need to wear the dress. Don't let the dress wear you. Amen. So two words of advice a friend gave me was, you know, you can wear the prettiest dress in the world, but if your hair's 
if your hair, and we all have bad hair days, sorry, but if your hair's scruffy and your shoes are yucky, ruins the whole outfit, but you can have a very simple dress on, but if your hair's nicely done, you know, clean, please wash your hair, please. Make your kids wash their hair. I, one thing I can't, dirty, straggly, wash your hair. And I know we all have hair issues, I'm so, you know what I'm saying, but just wash your hair. <laughs> keep it clean. And, um, and keep your nails clean, amen. I mean, you would, think, you would think everybody knows this, but like Bible schools, you have to tell you, please wear deodorant, please brush your teeth before you go pray for people and breathe on them. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, so, so if your hair's nice and you've got a d decent pair of shoes that suits you, that, you know, some, some shoes look great on some people and they don't look good on you. Again, you don't have to wear fashion just because it's in fashion. Wear something that, that looks good on you. Resist the urge to be put in some box of what you think people expect and be you, express you. You know, like, like I love Jessica. She does some wild and crazy stuff, but that's what well, I mean, you know, she's, that's her personality. And she's expressing her, but she always looks modest and she always looks like a lady, amen. And so we wanna encourage you, you don't have to wear a sack, but wear something pretty that, that you know, don't, don't cover your assets. If, 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 you, if, it's, if, you, if you are blessed, very blessed, please cover that. But <laughs> I mean, contain it nicely. Because we want to see you. We don't want to, remember, the false eyelashes. We don't want to just, you know what I mean? We want to see you. Not your, not your assets. We don't want to see your assets. But so for me, I'm a pear shape. And so if I wear something that's just baggy straight, I just look this big. And it's amazing, you can take clothes and you can, clothes can make you look 10 pounds bigger or 10 pounds smaller. If, it, if, if, you, if you struggle with you know, stuff around your tummy, don't put a big glary bright belt on and go, look, here's my tummy. I know these girls are gonna be talking about, it. I'm probably like you know, taking over their, their, their thing here. But, um, so I'm just saying, you know, like, don't draw attention to the stuff you don't, yeah, I wanna draw attention to. So, so for me, I, I try and wear things, this is my asset, so I try and, you know, emphasize this modestly and cover everything else, right? And so I can look a whole lot skinnier depending on what dress I'm wearing. I, literally, like you can do 10, 10 pounds difference. So, so, you know, look in the mirror, look, have your friend tell you, have your husband tell you, and then my husband gets the final say. If he doesn't like it, then goes back to the shop. <laughs> So, and then, because the, the other thing, I dress for him, not for anybody else. Amen. And, and so also, when you're being modest and you cover up, you're telling your husband, I'm keeping myself for you. At home, if you're married, singles, block your ears right now, figuratively, but anyway. But if you're married, then when you're in your bedroom, please, you're there to please your husband. So. Amen. So we want to tell you, if you're not married, don't even think about it. <laughs> but if you're married, you better take care of that aspect of your marriage. It's, it's, that's that that bonds you together, that's your tithe, amen. That, that gift and offering you give to your husband is your tithe, and that's gonna keep your marriage solid and so, just believe me. Amen. So I, I know what I said the other day about, you know, in Kevin Levin's book and, you know, intimacy belongs, starts in the kitchen, but 
You know, there's sometimes where you don't feel like it, but you give, you offer, you give your offering anyways. You know, you do it in faith. So sometimes you just gotta tithe in faith, even if you don't feel like it. I know this is supposed to be about clothes and I don't know why I'm going in this direction, but this will help your marriage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't come up with that. I heard somebody else say it and I thought, that is good, I'm taking that though. But it's, isn't that a good way to like a, and sometimes when you have a bad attitude, it helps you to straighten your attitude out because you have to straighten your attitude out, 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 otherwise, you know what I'm saying. So it actually, it's, it's kind of a bit of an attitude adjustment that you've got to make on the fly. So it's actually not a bad thing. So uh, yeah, what else, what else were we talking about? Um, but because I was just saying, you know, look, that, that intimacy in marriage is essential and it's important. It's a very important part of your relationship and you should not neglect it. So you know, we need to take care of all of these, these aspects. So you, men are very visual. They can't help it. So, so cover up and don't tempt them if they're not your husband. Amen. Amen. But if it's your husband, dress for him at home when the, bed, when the doors close, don't be afraid to dress for your husband. They will appreciate that. Because you would rather have a picture of you in your husband's mind than a picture of some other scantily clad person. And, and you know, there was one, one preacher says, I've never seen my wife in shorts. Okay, well, that's very fine. Well, but then, you know what? Anyway, there was a whole scandal with the marriage and prostitutes and whatever else. So, okay, forgive me for this, but, but please hear what I'm saying. I say, you should have seen your wife in see-through shorts. Yeah. Lingerie, now nobody else needs to see that. But you, you, need, you should have been cultivating, because they, see, they, were, they grew up in this religious system, like we're married, but we don't do it because we're holy. <laughs> Come on, get over yourself. God, it's holy, it's not unclean. The problem is the world has made it impure and the world has made it unclean and we have to take it back and make it holy again and make it pure. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I had no plan to say all that when I got up here, but turning this into a marriage conference. So singles for the future. But unless you, if you're married, don't even think about that. Think, think on other things, and then when you're married, but you better think about that. So, so make yourself beautiful inside and out, because men are visual. Make yourself pretty, make yourself presentable. And you, know, you can do that also just by, just by being clean, by being sweet and kind. And in fact, I think it might be in Shanti Feldhorn's books, it's, it's in quite a few of them. When they interviewed boys and what they were looking for, you know, nice guys, what they were looking for in a, in a girl was like, they really wanted to marry like someone who's the girl next door. Someone that doesn't have too much makeup on, but someone that's fun and easygoing and kind. That's all they're looking for. I know we're looking for a guy that will be nice to us. Amen. Be kind to us and decent, just a decent guy. So, and they're just looking for a decent girl. So, you know, be the person you want to marry. You know, be the th think about what you're, you know, and another way to think about it as, as well is, um, you know, that always helps you. You, know, you need to be the, be the person you want your child to be. Amen. And then remember, you're setting an example in your marriage, how you treat your husband, how he treats you. You're setting an example for your children. Amen. So, so the, just think about that. I know we're not perfect. We all make mistakes. We all have fights in front of our kids and arguments. And, it, you know, some people say, we never fight. You lie. <laughs> Amen. Some people fight like this. They don't talk for two weeks. That's not helpful. It's better to have it out. And then you hug each other, love each other. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And everything's fine. 
Amen. And your kids need to see that. They need to see that you work at your relationship and you humble yourself and you apologize and you make it right because you, you're teaching them tools for their life as well. Amen. Okay, I don't want to take any more time because we've got lunch and everything else. And, but ladies, come in and come and just do whatever you prepared. Amen. What's, oh, you want us to meet her? Okay. Where am I going? Wherever you like. Okay, I'll, I'll go over here and you guys so there. Okay. Is it on? Hello. Hello. No, oh, mine's on. Mine is not on. Hello. 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 Okay, there we go. Do we need to scoot over? Yes. Okay, who's joining us? Uh, in a little bit. In a little bit. Okay, somebody's okay, gonna come. Sorry. <laughs> okay. No, that was awesome. I'm so glad. Thank you for that. Wonderful. <laughs> that was They're actually practical. a lot of stuff that we had talked about. Oh, we're going to talk about, but it was great. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so we did, just like Pastor Donica was talking about, Beauty Starts Within, and we pulled together just a few quick tips and tricks. I don't want to say tricks, uh, keys to help you in some of these little areas and things that have helped us. I actually learned a lot of new things doing this, so I'm really excited. Um, guys, we will start with eyebrows. You know, your face is really important, and... It's really good to, I like, I'll actually, I, I had to take one for the team and I was the model. So we can show, <laughs> we can show my, my picture. So everyone has, your eyebrows are really important. They show your expression, they frame your face, they make your eyes pop. And I just wanted to show that, you know, you can do some, you can really change your look with your eyebrows. It can really enhance you. So you can put it up, you can leave it up. So this is me, so I have my before, it should be the first before picture. Me without makeup. Who's pressing buttons back there, guys? Put it back up. We're gonna go in the exact same order that we reviewed last night. So all the pictures are in order. It's the picture of me. So I started with a blank face. I came in that morning, I had nothing, nothing on. I typically do not wear a lot of makeup. Can you show the very first before picture? It's just the single picture of me without makeup. And then we show how we did the eyebrows. Well, this is okay. We'll go with this. So this is me before. So that's me without makeup. My eyebrows are faint. Many moons ago, I had a lot more eyebrows and something happened along the way. So I started to shade in my eyebrows. And so it's okay if that happens. Um, you know, I just, you just work with it. Like Pastor Nanika said, you work with what you have and the Lord's blessed us with all these tools. So, and then this is me. So Mrs. Ann, you can come on up. Ann actually is our resident makeup expert. And so she, she did my eyebrows and makeup for me. So there's, there should be a few more pictures. Do you have any more pictures of me? If you can roll through the pictures that just have me in them. Guys, we don't have all day. Can we run the photos? Who's, okay, what's the next one? Okay, the next one, there we go. So this is me before. Yes, and then this is Miss Anne. So she's just shading in my eyebrows here and we have a lot of different tools which I'll show afterwards. So you just kind of start with the blank spots. It's better to start in the middle and then you work towards the front so that way you don't have such a strong eyebrow. It's also good to start with less. Less is more. <laughs> so you can see she's just 
making a nice point. There's a lot of things on Pinterest that will help you. There's a lot of websites. You can go to a makeup counter. I don't know how it is now with all the changes and regulations in the store, but find a makeup you like and they'll help you. And so this is me with just eyebrows. Right? And then, you know, like I said, you don't want to do too much. I'll show you a Pinterest fail. So don't ever feel bad. Who's ever had a Pinterest fail? You tried and it looks like this. They'll show the eyebrow fail. I've done it. I've done it. Okay, so tone it down. Less is more. Less is more. If, if, every time you walk up to somebody, if they look at you like this, <laughs> it's, your, it's your eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then I just want to show um, the next progression of myself, which is where I just added in eyes, eyeliner and mascara. So you can do your eyebrows, eyeliner, mascara. Sometimes you don't have a lot of time. I don't spend a lot of time do it. This, is, this week and these days is the most I've ever spent really on, on makeup other than maybe my wedding because I typically am pretty natural. Miss Ann can tell you, I, I, even when she was putting makeup on, I would say, okay, okay, that feels like a lot. That's enough. So maybe you could show the last one where I just add in mascara. So it's the before and after. Yes. And then there's one more, the next one. Is it that one? Yes. So there I just have even though I, they, they made me look really glowy there, but I, have, uh, I, ha I just added eyeliner, mascara, and earrings. And so sometimes it's just little simple, little small adjustments. It's just like in the word, little small adjustment, you just turn it a little bit and it's a change. All right, so next we'll talk about, now we did a seven minute face. So you may not have a lot of time and I understand that you have conflicting priorities, but you can do a lot in seven minutes with makeup and it's only five if you do foundation. And we actually timed it. So we'll show this video. And Miss Ann, you can talk along the way. So this is Tessa, do we have the music? This is Tessa and she is uh, under the, there we go. She's currently here with us. She's an intern at River University. She's a mom. And so we just sped it up. Yeah. And one of the things that like in the beginning of the video, you see Miss Ann, she's showing her how to prep your skin like Skincare goes a long way. Like sometimes you don't even need makeup if you have like a really good cleanser and a um, exfoliator to help you like just get that glowy look on your skin. And it goes a long, long way. That's one of the things Miss Ann will say every time when she goes to do someone's face. She'll say, I, I just need to exfoliate you first. So exfoliation is good. Don't overdo it because your skin is very gentle but you exfoliate, cleanse, exfoliate, and moisturize. I would say one of the things also with exfoliation is to choose something that, that has like the little, little rough things, the little beads in it that, that come from a natural source. So some of them, like the organic ones, they'll have like ground up walnut. Um, uh, it's like ground, ground walnut whatever. shell. Yeah, because some of, some of them in the regular um, stores, they use little beads of plastic. And you don't want that in your mouth and you don't want that in the water supply because that's, that's, you're going you're gonna to be eating it at some point, you know, ingesting it. And the fishies will get it too. So what, make sure the ingredients are not artificial. Make sure it's natural. So take a look. So that's before and after. It's enhancing a natural beauty. So pretty. So, so what I do usually, I, I'll just do that twice a week whenever, uh, two or three times, depending on how many times I wash my hair. If I'm home, twice a week we wash our hair. Other times, three times a week, every two days. And then I'll put the condition on my hair, and then I'll do the exfoliating part, uh, and then wash that off, and then get the condition out of my hair. So I just, 
I just do it at the same time. So just do that. That's one of the things my mom gave me when, when, when I was a teenager, she gave me, you know, like cleanser, moisturizer, and exfoliator. Those three things, yeah. And those go a very, very long way. And I remember actually when I was in my early, early 20s, this, I was at the makeup counter and the lady said, she said, start now. Unfortunately, I didn't listen, but God helps you, but still, but you can start wherever you are. You can just, it's good to take care of your skin. So even if you're younger in here, you might think, do like yeah. Pastor Adonica's mom and Pastor Adonica did, start in your teens, start young. And don't forget your neck. Oh yeah. Because the two places that show age is gonna be your hands and, and your neck. So make sure you moisturize your neck and then everything up when you're doing everything up. Don't pull down when you're putting stuff on your face. Up, and then your, your, your eyes do with your, your ring figure because it's got the least amount of pressure. So be just be really gentle around you. And you, you come from the outside underneath, around, and that, this, this direction with everything. Whether you're putting base on or, or eye cream or anything, or you're cleaning, just be very gentle around your eyes. So watch, watch out that you don't use stuff that's too rough on your skin and burning your skin. I, you know, I, I used to eat, well, I found gluten was my problem, so bread made me break out. So there was all these things that I did on the outside of my skin didn't help ever at all. I just made my, it just hurt my skin because I was using, you know, those, those fruit acids and things like that. And I, I went and I had a facial on a cruise. It's the only, you know, you're on a cruise, so you go on a facial. And they're like, you have burned two layers of your skin off. I'm like, what? And it was from all this fruit acidy stuff. Wow. You know, I just was using too much of it because I was trying to compensate and get rid of all the acne and the pimples and things. And then, you know, I read the blood type diet and realized bread is my problem. So when I cut that out, my skin cleared up. I got my kidneys and liver cleared up and then my skin cleared up. So it really starts from the inside first. But then don't, just be careful of all these, don't use too much of that, that stuff because it will literally just take layers of your skin off and this is your protection. That's your protection. That's why it's important to wear moisturizers, like a good healthy one. If you put moisturizer on and, and your skin feels sweaty, then, then it's blocking your pores and try and find another one, even with makeup. Have you ever had put on makeup or, or, or moisturizer and then you feel like it's blocking, you know, you feel sort of like a layer of plastic on your face. So you want something that you can put it on and moisturizes, but it, you still, you know, your skin can still breathe. And as you get older too, you might, you might, because we get our favorite products and we get, we, you know, we like them, but sometimes when you get older, you gotta, you gotta change it up a little because your skin changes. Would you like to say anything, Dan? Anything else you wanna add? to make sure you prep your skin before you put your makeup on. Otherwise, your makeup will not look as smooth as it should. And my skin is the best it ever been in my whole 30s. Now I learn and I start doing researches to um, prep my skin, exfoliate, and moisturize. In the past, because I'm very oily, I used to think that I didn't need moisturizer. Yes, you do. You just have to look for the best when the ones that are, that are um, oil-free to put on your skin. Well, you know what was interesting? Because when, when they told me I'd taken these layers of my skin off, right? And, and they actually gave me, but it was, it was oil, but it was specially made oils. And I'm like, oil on my you know, pimply skin? But actually that helped my skin heal because sometimes if you dry your face out too much, your, your body tries to compensate and it just yep. makes more and more. Yep. Yeah, so, so if you, even if you have, I have a combination skin too and tend to like you know, get shiny and oily too, but I still have to moisturize with a yeah. good moisturizer. Yeah. And then some of that you can do at night as well. Do like yeah. a bit of a heavier one at night than a lighter one in the day. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it helps. Awesome. Okay, well, we're going to move on a little bit towards clothing. 
so we wanted to pick something that everyone has in their wardrobe. Sometimes people think I have to go get a whole new wardrobe to look like what you want to look like. And sometimes it's in your, you already have it, you just have to maybe mix it up a little bit, change it a little bit, tuck it. And so let's show the ladies that we have. These are uh, actually all of our staff ladies and one intern that's here with us. And I thought what was so nice, uh, Mary actually said at the end of it, she said, you know, that was a lot of fun because we're all so different, but yet we're all so beautiful in our, and we all have our own style and way. And so we have the ladies here just to show you, like you can do a lot with a white t-shirt and jeans and then add an accessory. So let's show the next picture where they polish it, where they go a little bit from plain to polished. So see, wow. she just added a jacket and some leopard shoes and a long necklace. Next, please. We have Pastor Deanna, another blazer. See, hers is longer. So she'll do a blazer that works for her shape, which is, which is longer and it covers more of your rear. It comes at the, you know, at the smaller, in the middle, the lower thigh. And then she changed her shoes to a cute pump and her earrings. Oh, did you have the same one? Same earrings. Next. Natalie here, we have Natalie and she, she actually, we actually tucked her shirt, but she, she said, she's like, I never tuck my shirt. And I said, it looks great. Look, let's just work with a tuck for you. And you do have to tuck, everyone tucks differently. So you have to find the one that works best for you. Exactly. Because she thought like, because she carried like a little more weight in her midsection that she couldn't tuck it. But as you can see, when she put on the blazer, it actually cut her in. And so you know, something, sometimes you think, oh, I can't wear that because I carry weight here. But it's all about how you accessorize and how your clothes actually make you feel. When you put something on, it should actually make you happy. Yes. Like I should, you should look in the mirror and be like, ooh, I, yeah, I, I hit it with this one. No, no, because your clothes are really an expression of you. They're an outward expression of you. So, you know, you looking at this, she was like, oh, I don't really like it. And I was like, tuck your shirt. I promise you, you'll like it. And, and it like just boosted her whole confidence in her outfit that she was wearing. Next picture, please. Then we have Mary. She added a blazer and a necklace to hers as well. Next photo. And Fran, now this was also interesting. We had all the ladies at first do white jeans and, and, uh, and a white top. And Fran, when we talked to her, she said, you know, I really don't do white. It's just not my color, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. And so you can see here, she added a, but she'll wear a white blazer and then she jazzed up her shoes and added a, added a beautiful necklace. So you can quickly just make a little adjustment. Sometimes it's things that didn't even come together, but you just take them and mix them together. Next. And a good blazer always cuts you in. If you find the right blazer for your size, it always like accentuates and doesn't make you look big and frumpy. So now you can see there's the ladies before, then the ladies on the bottom with their... So tell us about the one that's not wearing a blazer. Yes, so that's Stephanie. Stephanie's not wearing a blazer and the way that she uh, dressed up her outfit was by adding a really fun necklace. The necklace is from Mexico and when she pulled it out, she got so excited and she was like, this is my necklace and all the ladies are like, ooh, that's pretty. And so that's her bright color um, outfit that she did just to add to her outfit. And you can see even, I think it's important to notice how Pastor Deanna was saying about the blazers. A lot of the ladies kind of dressed up their outfit with a blazer, but it's, it's not cookie cutter. So Mary's kind of hits her kind of in the middle around your derriere and she, she chose a blue. Fran, hers has the angled cut. The angled cut blazers are really nice. Um, Natalie, hers is kind of a little bit longer. Yana, she had a, a nice leather jacket. And then Pastor Deanna's was a longer blazer. So 
there's so many different styles. You can just try it and see what works best for you. I, I bought so many really cute tops and I couldn't really wear them because they hit me in the wrong place. Yes. And so where your tops end, they need to end on, on the narrower part of your body and not the wider part of your body. So for, for me, so, so being pear-shaped, maybe somebody else can speak to, to maybe if, you, if, you're not, if you're more of the, the apple shape. But so for me, if I wear something that hits right here, I look much wider. So I have to wear it either up here where I'm narrower or go down a little bit and come down. And then also like where your... Um, where it hits you on your leg, you want it, you want it to end at, at the skinnier part of your leg. So sometimes, um, you know, a slightly, slightly, if you're casual, if you're wearing shorts or something, something sli slightly, slightly just a teeny bit shorter shorts will, at the beach or whatever on your vacation um, will, will actually make you look skinnier than like hitting it maybe somewhere else where you're a little, a little wider or, you know, and then down here as well. And because and I've seen some of our girls that are more you know, maybe carrying a little bit of weight here or something. They just had babies and, and things. And, um, and sometimes they just, you know, wear some stuff that just makes them look much, much bigger because, you, you know, they're kind of showing off all of this. And then, then you see them with some nice pants because the asset is their skinny legs, right? So some nice fitted pants and then a bit of a longer top that's sort of just very forgiving top. And they look like, I'm telling you, 20 pounds skinnier than when they wore that other stuff that just all emphasized everything. So it's just, it's just you use your clothes to enhance and, and you know, for, for the, best, the best you. And then also, I think, I don't know if you guys are talking about necklaces or anything, but, but your, your neckline also matters. If you have like a V-neck or round neck, it matters. Your, your accessories too need to, you can match them. Do you have anything to say about that on the, the accessory part or? Yes, so some people think like, a lot is more, but sometimes like depending on your, the type of shirt you're wearing is the type of accessories you're wearing. So like for me, if I have on a collared shirt, then I probably would wear big earrings and nothing else because you, you want to accentuate one part of who you are, not like a whole bunch of stuff like, oh my gosh, you need to take some of that yeah. off. Well, you know, it's overwhelming. It, yeah. it actually takes away from you, the person, and because everybody's so busy looking at your earrings and your necklace and this, yeah, that, and the other. Yeah, you don't even look. It's like you're like. Yes. Yeah, you're like looking at. Your eyes are like. You don't know where to look at the person. Like you miss their face because they have so much going on. And even with your makeup, like you do a bright lip, which I like red is like one of my favorite fun colors. I'll go nothing on my eyes except for mascara and eyeliner. Why? Because I don't want to look like a clown. But, you know, I want to accentuate something so when people are looking at me, you know, they see me. So sometimes, you know, we get over-accessorized and then we under-accessorize. So you always have to look at the fact of what makes my outfit really pop. You have to think about that. Like if you have a, sh if I say if you have like a short neck, then you don't want to have stuff that's like this. Because then it makes you look like a turtle. Because you have no, you literally have no neck, so everything is like this. <laughs> so you, you want things that, you know, make you look slender and make you, you know, make you feel your best. Your clothes are supposed to make you feel your best. So, you know, I always say, if I don't know it, I, it's always on Pinterest. Somebody don't try it and it has failed for somebody, so I ain't got to put in that time of work or effort. So, you know, make sure that 
when people see you, they see you and not your makeup or your accessories and different things like that. You basically make like one big beautiful picture, you know, that, that all flows and goes together. You want to work, you want to be in harmony. You know, all of your things work, to, work together, <laughs> not conflicting. Okay, well we have, uh, we just, for the dress portion. Can I say with the makeup too as well? So for me, I, I like to wear bright colors in my, my clothing. Um, and I can because, you know, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a lot of, that's the gap in my wardrobe is like the business attire. <laughs> I have like casual and then I have like church clothes. But I, I love all the bright colors. So I keep my accessories a little bit minimized. And I, I often go without necklaces and things because just the earrings. So I have a few sets that where the, you know, the necklaces uh, matches the earrings. It's a little, you know, a little bit of drama, um, depending on the outfit, if that's appropriate. But if you have a, quite a dramatic necklace and you don't have earrings to exactly match it, then just wear, wear a small earring, like a, you know, just a little. So I'm, I'm wearing little, just little diamonds in my ears now because if I wear, I love dangly earrings, but then they go clunk, clunk, clunk on, my, on the microphone. <laughs> So, so to say, to not have that clank, clank, clank on the microphone, I just, you know, I just did these earrings. But a lot of times I won't wear a necklace, but I'll wear some a pretty, pretty earrings that, that go with the flow and that match. And like she said, you don't want people like not knowing where to look. So you, so you pick one thing that's going to be the star of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So if your dress is the star of the show, then you minimize your accessories. If you're wearing, you know, very simple, then you can make the accessories more the star of the show, but don't, don't let the accessories fight with each other either. And then, you know, I can't tell you how many times, I've got so many necklaces and trying to get them to match, because it's like, is it the one that, that does like the, comes down in the V, or is it the one that's sort of round? It's, you're like, ah, that doesn't look that doesn't look, oh, that doesn't, oh. So sometimes you need a friend to help you figure it out. And, um, you know, like I think, Deanna, you had somebody, a lady that owns a store of, you know, and she helped you with a lot of these pointers, right? Yeah, oh, so. Um, to me, she it's also, or you always want to draw the eye up as well. Yes. I mean, those shoes may be adorable, but, but you don't want people like, you know, just looking at you and going, just draw the eye up. So sometimes it's better to have a simpler shoe that just blends and then draw the eye up. Okay. So there's a lady here in Brandon. She owns like a, like a, like a high-end kind of consignment shop. And I just happened to go in there one day and I was like, She's like, are you looking for something? And I was like, I really don't know what I'm looking for. I was like, I like my clothes, but I don't really like my clothes. And she was like, well, let's have some fun. And she literally like just started picking these things that I was like, oh my word, I would never wear that. But then when I started to put the clothes on, I was like, oh my gosh, this actually fits my body type. See, there's clothes that we like, and then there's clothes that actually fit our body type. And you, so we might think that like, this type of dress, like an A-line dress, looks horrible on me. But if I get something that's flowing, it's like my personality, and it actually fits my body type because it hits me at the smallest point in my body, and then it flows away from my hips, which are very wide. So it's like I had to like get into that groove of finding what works for me. And sometimes consignment shops are actually the best place to do that because it, it's literally like going in and playing dress up and you're finding out what you like versus going to a store and actually buy something you think you like and then you're wasting money then you got to go back return it and you start all over again so sometimes you just got to go I, I always say let's go play dress up 
And many people, you know, we went to play dress up and they found out, man, I thought this type of outfit would never work for me. And it actually, I love it. So sometimes ladies just go to the store. You may be like, Lord, I don't have any money, but actually you do. You have seed in the ground. So you have faith. God, the little things in our life, God actually is actually like waiting for you to say, God, I want a new wardrobe. That's what I did. I said, Lord, I want a new wardrobe. And he was like, okay, but what do you want? I didn't know. So I went and just tried on stuff until I found that out. And then guess what? When I actually found out what I liked, the actual new wardrobe actually came. So never think that you can't get what you like. Have faith. God will bring those desires in. If you desire to look a certain way or you desire to have a certain thing, God will bring those things in. But you actually have to first just step out and find what is it that I like? Because sometimes with ladies, we can look at, I can look at all y'all and I'd be like, I like that, I like that, I like that. But none of that actually works for me. So find out what works for you and then you go after that. And I think that's a very good point to include that it's okay to actually invest and bless yourself. Be loving. The Bible says you have to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you have to also love yourself. You ever go with a friend or you try something on and you walk out and you're like, how does this look? And they're like, I don't think it looks good. And it's mostly because of your countenance. You don't come out like, ta-da, you know, you come out like, oh. And when you do that, so if, if you're, all of your clothes are like that and that's how you feel every day, and not, you know, you're, and I'm talking about you're whole, you're free on the inside, you have Jesus, you're full of joy on the inside, but you really don't feel comfortable in your skin. You don't really like how you look. Then it starts to exude from you, even though that's not what you have on the inside. So what Pastor Deanna's talking about is something too that can, where you can actually, you know, move up higher. I like that song. It works in every area. You can move up higher in this area. You can say, you know what? I really don't care for how I look. I know I could do little things better or get help, ask someone to help you. It's great to have the ladies in the store sometimes help you. Sometimes even people that you might think like, they don't, I don't even like what they wear, but they're on, they see tons of ladies all the time or your friend that really likes how they look and say, oh, well, how did you do that? Or what do you think would work for me? And then find your style. Find your style and be happy with it and only buy what you love and you'll be happy every day. Okay, so um, another thing uh, that's really important, Pastor Ron, I mentioned this when we were talking before the conference is, you know, hair and shoes. Hair and shoes can make such a big difference. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one thing. We did have a question that was uh, sent to me, which is about, do you have any products that you would recommend for anyone with the two oily skin types? So if you have, um, how you mentioned when you have oily and dry, so... Combo skin, combination skin. Um, well, sorry. I, I use this product I use called Eminence, and it's spelled just, you know, Eminence, E M I N E N C E. Eminence made in Hungary, it's organic. Um, and it's actually not that expensive. You pay like $60 for a moisturizer, but it lasts me like months and months and months and months. So that's not, you know, can work out like only 20 or $30 maybe or less. Um, because you don't have to use a lot. But Eminence, there, there's a, a website called Buy Natural. Um, and Buy Naturals, I think. But if you just Google Eminence, and it's just, it's beautiful skincare. It's, it's all organic. And actually, on the website, they'll, with each product, they'll tell you, you can actually punch in, like, what skin type you are, and then it'll pull up a whole bunch of things that, that'll be good, that are good for your skin. And so, um, again, it's like cleaning from the inside out, and then keeping it organic because the chemicals most everything you're going to buy at Walmart or Walgreens or or even the expensive stuff in 
the supermarket doesn't mean it's better for you just because it costs more money, you know? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of ladies that use, uh, you know, like, I, like, I, like use, I use charcoal soap, but the ones with oils in it so that are moisturizing. So I have a, um, I, have a, I actually have a sensitive skin and my eyes will swell up if I use the nasty perfumey regular ingredients. So I have, that's why I have to go with very natural. So I had to find a, a cleanser that's organic that didn't burn my eyes. If it burns your eyes, that's no good. Um, and it, to take my makeup off and then I have something else to take that, to take the cleanser off. Because you want a gentle cleanser but then you want a, something to take that residue off. So I'll, I'll use the charcoal soap for that and then you know, tone, moisturize, do something for my, for my eyes. And um, so they have a really beautiful, Eminence has a beautiful cucumber eye gel. Um, the moisturizer I'm using right now is the acai, acai moisturizer. Um, and then the, they, they have a, the one I really like for nighttime is a lavender one. So it's like a lavender serum, that kind of in a pump thing. Um, so because I'm, I, you know, just because you have oily skin doesn't mean you've got to dry it out. And so I, I actually use a, a bit of a heavier one at night. And, and I, don't have any, I don't have any troubles. Oh, the, the, the one, they have a, a probiotic line for, that's so good. I like to use, especially on Saturday night for Sunday morning, it's a probiotic mask. So for the oily skins or if you tend to break out. And then they also have like a herbal spot serum thing that you can pop on. I think Origins also has a really good little, tiny little thing of if you've got to, you know, put it, if you have a little breakout or something, you can put it on before you go to sleep. <laughs> And um, so, uh, so try, try to read the ingredients. Try, try not to go for, like, the, a couple of the ingredients that are really bad is propylene glycol. And propylene glycol is very, because whatever you put on your skin goes into your skin. It ends up in your bloodstream. Yeah. Everything you put on the outside, it doesn't just stay there. It, it literally goes into your skin. So don't use sunscreens with chemicals in them. Rather use the zinc ones. Or, and, um, and so, um, uh, so try and get something that has no propylene glycol. That's normally in like the conditioners and the lotions. And then sodium lauryl sulfate, the sulfates. I, I went, when I cleaned out my bathroom, I cleaned out boxes of stuff. Everything had that in it. So um, the health food stores as well, you can go there and, and just get some products. And you know, it's not more expensive than buying the other stuff. But I mean, you, hey, hello, you're blessed. You can believe God. Don't have a poverty mentality about it. Say, Lord. You know, you know, and then, and then believe God for the, for the finances. Hey, I don't believe anybody has that problem. You're all blessed. <laughs> you're all givers. You're all givers and you're blessed. But you, you can go to the health food store and buy the nicer, the nicer stuff until you find, and you know, you can try something out. Um, sometimes they let you bring it back, sometimes not. Or some, actually, uh, Eminence by Naturals, they have tons of samples as well. So you can buy little samples if you want to of things and try it out on your skin and see what works. But they, they do have good descriptions, so you can, you can, see the ingredients and you can see what, uh, what, what kind of skin it can help. And can I awesome. say something? Sure. Always make sure you remove your makeup at night, ladies. Yes. Remove your makeup. <laughs> no matter how tired you Do are. Do not sleep with your makeup on, seriously. Take good care of your skin. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I forgot last night. I know, night. I know. Man, I, I was tired. I've been washing my face at night. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're gonna move on to hair and shoes. So this is one of the things that um, is, you know, it's your, fa your hair is right here and can also really 
the color you choose, the haircut, the style, everyone has their own unique style. Some like their hair long, some really feel great when their hair is short, and that's fine. So I just wanted to show um, a few pictures of hair transformations and what difference a hairstyle can make. So see, she has beautiful hair, and all she did was they just added some moisturizer and got a cut to it and got her hair pumping. You want your hair pumping? Next. <laughs> so this lady, she got her hair done. And you know, I actually wanted to talk about this one too because when I had my first child, I actually lost all of my hair, all of my edges. They all, I mean, thank God I had thick hair so I could just cover it down, but I couldn't have pulled it back. And so if, you, if that happens, for different stages or different times in your life, it never hurts to see a hairdresser. A hairdresser can help you and go a long way. Next. And see, look, curl, all for all the curly girls. Next. See, look, look at that. And she, they didn't put a lot of makeup on her, so it's not the makeup, it's the hair style and color. And she has the exact same outfit on, so this is just to show you the difference hair can make. Next. Okay, so also um, we, won't, we will not talk about the shoes, but also because we, we already talked a little bit about shoes, but shoes can make a big difference too. So um, also you may not like heels, that's okay. Ask the Lord for something else that works for you and find a shoe brand that works. I don't do shoes that hurt because I did that a long time ago. Um, and I've, I've learned enough, I'm okay. I, I don't have to be that cute. So, <laughs> you know, I can, I can do it, I can do otherwise. But, but I have friends, they love heels and they look so great. And I'm like, you look so good. Um, so, but you can work, just take time. There's nothing wrong with carving out a little bit of time to do that. So we're gonna move on to color. And this was Millie, thank you, Miss Ann. We'd like to thank you so much for helping us. And we'll have Miss Veronique coming up. This was um, really fascinating. We only have uh, two more things. So this is really fascinating, Miss Veronique. Um, has this wonderful, um, we'll say premise about colors. And so Ms. Veronique, would you, Ms. Veronique has been with us for many years. Ms. Veronique is from South Africa, amen. And she also has her, she's figured out her own unique style, yes. made it hers, and that's her. So every time you think of Veronique, you think of these cute clothes, right? But you still see Veronique. And uh, so, you know, I'm sure she wouldn't mind in her spare time. If you guys are local, you can ask her for advice or maybe the lady that, that you have as well to, and, uh, you know, get some advice and help. And, you know, it's, it's a fun, it's, you have a girl time and get all dollied up and look good because when, when you feel good about yourself, then you feel good and it yeah. gives you confidence. So, and that's, that's always a good thing. Amen. Well, color is very, very important because I actually see color as God's eye candy. Think about that. And about 40 years ago, this woman called Carol Jackson wrote this book called Color Me Beautiful. And even if I just think about those words, color me beautiful, each and every one of us has the ability to do that, to use your color to make yourself look better. And her, the way she started this lady, and by the way, her book sold, she sold about 25 million copies, and that was 45, 40, 45 years ago, and the premise of the book is still active today. And so how it came about was, she as a schoolgirl had to wear this pale blue uniform, and she felt drab and ugly in it. And so, but her friend just looked fresh and 
always looked good. And she said it affected her. And so the book came about. And so you can actually go online and you can get this book. You can get the, and a lot of the, the tips that they were talking about are actually in this book. It's full of tips. But she tells you what this Color Me Beautiful is all about in this. And the premise of the book is where each and every one of us either has a cool undertone or a warm undertone to our skin. And you've got to figure out what that is. And it's very easy. You can actually go onto the Color Me Beautiful website. And if we could do that, we could see that uh, where we have celebrities where they've chosen two different colors and then they're all washed out on the one. That up on the screen. So this is yeah. the washed out versus yeah. luminous, yes. Yes, look at that. There's this beautiful lady and you can see where she's washed out. She's not wearing the right color green. In the other picture, she is. And then there we have her. Look how pasted she looks at the one picture. That's because she's not got the right color up against her face. So you can wear, and then I take myself, for example, here. These are not my colors because I'm a winter. And I'm, I wear all the pure jewel tones. There are no shades to the winter. So what she did too was she hooked the colors, the, 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 the cool or the warm family, to the season. So you've got to find your color season. And that'll give you all your, the whole palette if you think about the four seasons, which was very clever. So this is not my, my color at all. But I just like this, this outfit because it's kind of whimsical and I just like it. But it, would look, <laughs> but it would have looked so much better if I'd put, put this on against my face here. So you see, thank you. So you see, look how that, this is my color. So how it, because it's, it's up against your face, it's important. You can wear whatever you like down there. So within we, let's go to the, how to actually ascertain how to find your color season. And Ms. Quite Ms. Veronique, if I may say, so just mm. to kind of pull it together, what she's saying is your colors helps you, once you discover your season, it's not, you know, everyone has their own season, you it helps you discover which season you're in, and then the colors that typically will go better, whether you're a cool or a warm. Yes, the warm and the cool is the blue undertones of the skin, and the warm is the golden undertones. Um, but here's the, th so if we could look at that picture where it shows you, you can go and look for yourself. Go to the Color Me Beautiful website and they, you could take the quiz and it'll help you to find what you are, whether you're warm or cool. And if you're, if you're spring and autumn, then you're the golden turns. If you're summer and winter, you are the blue cool turns. And so you can go up and, uh, you know, there, there are quite a lot of sites that you can go to and actually figure out what, take these quizzes and figure out who you are, what your color is, what the color is that you need to keep close up to your skin to make you look luminous and not washed out. So, and here's the thing though, they, the scientists have found that women have an ability to distinguish shade. Men don't. Men just see yellow. The women will see the, the buttery, the, 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 the pale yellows, and they'll see the sunflower, the deeper yellows. And I believe that that's because inherently within us, we've been given the ability by God to figure out what our colors are. But along the line, it gets messed up because your mother tells you, you don't look good in that. My mother did that to me. She told me when I was a teenager, you don't look good in green. But meanwhile, green is my most very favorite color of all colors. So I found myself 
surrounding myself with green, didn't buy green clothes, but surrounded myself with green, almost every room in my house is green because that's my color. But I thought about it, I thought, why did she do that? And it was, it, I realized it was because I, I was wearing this tiny, tight little green shirt and she didn't want to see her teenage daughter in that shirt. So she said, you don't look good in green. And one last story, yeah, yeah. And I had this friend, she's in her 90s. She was a vibrant redhead. And her mother, she had other little sisters. The mother would always buy the other sisters these pink clothes, pink dresses. But she, she said, you redhead, you can't wear pink. And she's right, but there would have been a peachy color that, she, that she could have found for her. And it affected her life because all I've ever seen her wear is navy black and cream. So she's missed out on all this eye candy because your clothes, you feel nice. She's missed out on it all these years. Now, my husband, when my husband died, a very successful businesswoman sat me down and said to me, you have to get up in the morning, get dressed and put on your face, whether you're going out or not. I started wearing makeup, put lipstick on, put the foundation. And I know that that helped me through that time because I was looking forward and I was not focusing on the tragedy. I was looking forward to what God had for me. And one last scripture, Pastor. That's beautiful. Thank you. Psalm 45, verse 10 and 11, the Lord says, forget your father's house, forget your past, and I will desire your beauty. And color helps you to get over the hard times when you're not feeling good, Put your face on, make yourself look pretty, and you will begin to feel better. So, so <laughs> Miss Fairnick, would you like That's to show them the color? Sorry, what were you saying? Say, oh. would you like to? Show? Well, let's back up. We had a technical difficulty there. Oh. Yes. Okay. So they have the color quiz, which we'll just roll through quickly. Just so Lisa, if you, we don't have to. Or Miss Fairnick, if you want to say okay. it briefly. Okay, so I'm, this is what you would look at when you, when you go looking for, to, to ascertain what you are, whether you are cool or warm. And I just went with myself, because obviously I'm, I'm a winter. My colors are the cool, clear, jewel tones. Isn't it interesting that in winter, those are the tones that God gives us. He's even thinking about us, gives us the best or the brightest, best colors. Okay, so there's the color me beautiful. So you click there, and then you click on, they'll, they'll prompt you and they'll say, in your color, what is your best color, uh, hair color? And you click on that, and then it says, is there any red or b in your hair? And you'll say no, and then it'll take you to your, your color. And then you can actually read the description, and you'll find your color palette. Like according to this book, there are 30 beautiful colors in every single season, color palette that are yours. So you walk around the store, and you find yourself attracted to certain colors. So go buy those. Yeah, one more call. So I, I, think, I think the key also in what you're saying is that, that you know, one, there might be one or two colors that we just cannot wear, depending on our skin tone. But most of the time, all of us can wear probably most of the colors, but just we have to find the right shade and tone for us. And that helped me so much. You know, I actually read a Reader's Digest article, I think it was 1984, and they were talking about this. And um, we were in Maltino, and I, I naturally gravitated towards blue. Blue is my best color. And, um, but I realized from that on, I had a few brown things in my, I had no orange, because I don't like orange, no, very little, well, no yellow, but, and uh, not much green either. But 
um, I realized then brown is just not, not my color. So I, but I can wear, well, well, I'll get to that. Um, and what was interesting to you, so I'm a winter as well, which is the more the dramatic, you know, the strong colors. So autumn and winter are the strong colors, but winter is the cool colors, autumn is the warm colors. And then spring and, and um, fall, I mean, sorry, spring and... Yeah, spring and, spring and fall. Um, no. Autumn is, the, autumn is the strong colors. Spring and fall is the golden tones. Spring, spring and summer? And okay. And, yeah, summer fall and winter and spring and summer, right? So, so the winter and fall are the stronger colors and then... Yeah, winter and, and, and summer. Winter and summer is, winter the, and summer the, strong is, the, is the, the blue undertones. Okay. Winter and summer is the blue. But, 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 but you see, I'm so, so what you've got... Yeah, and then the anyway, other side... Yeah, one, yeah. One, of, one of them is like, like, like the... the like the fall and spring go together, right? And the winter yes. and summer kind of go together. Yes. They kind of, but yes. but your one of them will be the the stronger colors, right? That's and the one of them will be the the toned down, like so, like a bright blue or a or a toned down blue. Like most people can wear navy, but but you just it's the shades of navy, gray as well. There's different shades. There's more right. yellowy grays. There's more you know the uh, clearer grays. Um, pink. Most people can wear can wear pink. It's just the shade of the shade of pink. Like she was saying, um, so stand up, Jana's wearing bright, 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 bright pink, which you probably wouldn't think was her color because she's kind of a redhead. But <laughs> so I've, I got rid of all the autumn colors, all the muted colors in my wardrobe. Um, and, but what, what, see it's personality as well. So what I tended to do was I tended to buy like pale colors when my best colors were bright colors. So I was actually, the, I was most shocked to find out that bright, like that bright pink she's wearing, that bright pink is my color. And I started wearing these bright, and then especially when, when you know, the Diane Frey dresses were all, they were, some of them were like bright. I had one bright, bright, bright pink like that. And it looks great on me. And you know, my personality would rather be behind but the, my, the scenes, but my colors made pushed me out in front, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, so that was such a breakthrough for me to, to, to figure out what, it, because I remember my school prom, I wore this outfit and it wasn't a dress, it was, it was pants with a long top and the belt, but it was copper, like a coppery brown. And I felt, my friend put makeup on me, I did my hair, I did everything, and I felt not pretty the whole night. Mm -hmm. And afterwards I realized it's because that was the worst color I could have chosen. So I chose the outfit because I liked the outfit, but the color was horrendous on me. And it would have looked fabulous on Sana. Mm -hmm. Because she's a redhead. <laughs> and so it can make such a difference to how you feel about yourself if you just get the right shade for yourself. Ah, oh, what are you doing in here? <laughs> I did not see you, you sneaky thing. <laughs> Hi, baby. So he's turned into me now. He wears all the bright colors as well. <laughs> Anyway, so look, well, we just gave you like a teeny smattering and there's a whole lot more to learn. So, but we just wanted you to know there's a whole world that can open up for you, right? So you just had one thing to, yes. to finish off with? Yes, and so we have one thing. So we actually uh, took one of our ladies here and did a fun day out shopping. Um, if we can show her before photo. So this is, this is Emily, she's so beautiful. When we, when we stood her in the lobby, I said, oh my gosh, I said, look at you. You know, because Emily's fun and she can do a lot of different things. She does a lot with her hands and likes to play outside. And she also can, she can, she can paint, she can do a lot of fun things. And so we took her to the store and we can show that video.
And we just talked to her just to say, you know, what are some things that you would like to do? What would, what would be something that would step out for you? Pastor Deanna took her. Yes, because what you see is like what she would normally wear every day. So we took her to the store and we found some very, very fun out of the box things for her. And she was like, I don't know. But I was like, just try it. Sometimes you just gotta try it. And listen, we had an amazing time just, <laughs> just trying on a plethora of different things. And she was like, I would have never ever picked this outfit for myself. Like I, this is so out of the box for me. But she had, <laughs> but as you can see, like she's an amazing shape. I'm like, girl. So we had a lot of fun and we kind of took her. It was like a successful day. So Emily, come on out. Wow. You look amazing. <laughs> so this is Emily now. This is like completely out of her everything zone, but doesn't she look amazing? We did, we actually got her in a heel. We got her, we changed her earrings and she got like a full makeover and she basically like looked at herself and was like, I love it. <laughs> but as you can see, it's still out of her comfort zone because she's like, <laughs> Um, I feel really pretty. I'm really a person that's really subtle. I like to wear jeans and sneakers, and that's what I normally wear every day. And so this is really cool to figure out like what I'm comfortable in and like finding things that fit right, because I like to buy a lot of oversized things. So finding something that like fits correctly and like fits, you know, body types, it's really helpful. And so. And so we'd also like to just thank Jess, because Jess did her hair. For her, and we can show her before hair just right there. We have so many talented ladies here, and Miss Ann did her makeup. So this was her hair when we were prepping yesterday, and you can show the before and after, just to show you what we did. We just updated the ombre and gave her a cute cut that works for her. So, wow. Emily, thank you, because you were so much fun. She was so excited. She was like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> that is so awesome. Okay, let me, let me have all my pastor ladies that are not doing something else just jump up here quickly. Pastors, lady pastors, pastorettes, you know who you are? That, that's our texting feed, River Pastorettes. Okay, so let's just take one minute, get a microphone, and I'd like each lady, let's start over here, come on, hey. Come, ladies, come, 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 come. Just one thing, just one passing, something you want to take, the, want, you want the ladies to go home with, something to think about, something to bless them, and a word of encouragement. Just take, take one minute and... Well, if it's okay, Pastor, I just want to share what I got out of the conference. Oh, Is that sure. okay? Sure. Because it was so powerful to me when Pastor Adonica said, you pray once with power and in faith, and then you worship and praise, thank him that it's done, and then she said, you are in a mighty position when you are praising. 
And I just want to leave that with you. That was something that impacted me. That's something that, you know, um, us Hispanic ladies, ladies sometimes have a really hard time hiding what's happening inside because it shows all over our face. <laughs> And so um, she said, you know, she talked about 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, which talks about love. And she said, there's no excuse to behave badly. You tell your feelings how to feel. And I just want to add, you tell your face what it needs to look like. <laughs> you know, the joy of the Lord, it shows in your countenance, you know, um, and it should always show in your countenance. Um, and the peace of God reigning on you will always show. It should always, you know, I remember one time Yolanta was cooking flan <laughs> and in the kitchen and she had asked me to come in and taste it. And then I had tasted because, you know, Hispanics, we make flan um, and it's one of our favorite desserts uh, apart from tres leches. So um, I tasted it and, you know, her husband looks at me and goes, there's no sparkle in your eyes. <laughs> And I said, yes, there is. Yes, yes, there is. And I'm blinking. Um, <laughs> it was the best flung I had ever tasted. Um, but it shows in your eyes and it shows in your face and the joy of the Lord will show on your countenance. You can tell yourself how to feel and you can tell your body and your face what it should look like. And it should always be reflecting the joy of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jennifer. Well... My goodness, what an event. And with Pastor Donica's, one of her opening statements was the word of the Lord that she had received, that she's a multifaceted jewel. And that's a word for every one of us ladies in this place. You are a multifaceted jewel and from the opening to the closing of this event, we can see the hand of God in it and what God has done here for Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard Brown, whatever vision, whatever dream, whatever hope, whatever desire God has put in your life, in His timing, He'll bring it to pass as we keep ourselves and the place of submission, woohoo! <laughs> because the greater blessing is found in the life of submission. So I just wanna encourage each and every one of you ladies, and I have been so inspired, so encouraged from every one of these precious women of God who came up here and whether you saw their testimony or whether they preached, wow! What a download, oh my goodness. So I'm just so happy, so excited. I mean, there's just so much bubbling, 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 and I just wanna encourage you, don't miss next year. If you miss next year, it's not my fault, because I told you, have your face in this place. You know, last night I was on the field, and when I brought my wife onto the field, I left the stage. 
And I came in and sat down, and I was, I was listening to her. I said, people were texting me, where have you gone? I said, the rapture took place. But I, I was sitting in my office just weeping, watching, you know, because I, I could feel what was happening in here. And uh, I didn't want to be out there. I wanted to be, you know. But, because, because I've heard these messages for months now in the room as she's speaking to me. So the Lord spoke to me this morning because there's still stuff that she has. So who's going to be around tomorrow morning? Okay. I'm, I'm going to do, I'll do the stewardship, but she's going to preach tomorrow morning. Yeah. So I just want to, because I still feel, I feel that there's some other things that you have that God is going to bring out in the morning. So I know I'm springing on you, but I felt, and the car show out there is going crazy. But you know what? This is where it's at. That, that was just to give the men something to do. The men were sitting on the field like they were in a waiting room waiting for a baby to be born. It's a wonder they didn't start smoking cigars and stuff. And I couldn't handle it, so I just disappeared. And I never came back to the platform. believe you're not important, you're not essential. Listen, us women, we, we are. We, we're, we are we're, we're, the, we're what our family, you know, we're the center of our family. We're the center of the church. We may be quiet, we may even be behind the scenes, but we're, we're the heart of our family and we're the heart of the church. Amen. They don't have any fun without us. <laughs> yeah. And we need them too, but we know how to have fun with each other too, but anyway, okay. Okay. Um, this has been an amazing week, and um, I, this morning actually really hit me when you started talking about Sarah and how basically this is how precious and valuable we are to God, that he will completely change an entire nation on your behalf when you put your trust in him. Yeah. An entire nation an entire system, a way of doing things completely changed and their bodies shut down. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is how much, how much God loves us and how precious we are to him and that we are just like, you know, you think about your children, if it was between you and the wall, you'd go through the wall. You know, you, you'd lift the car, you'd take someone down, they could be 10 times bigger than you, but if it's, you know, for your child and that's how God sees us. And so that was so awesome this morning. And I think along with that goes, you know, just your expectation, just of the, the heaps that, that if this is March and this is the foundation of what God is doing, then this is only the beginning. So whatever was good that happened, God is saying, this is actually the level. This is just the beginning and it totally blows your mind. So, I mean, that would blow my mind to think that if you were that one lady that, I mean, that was like the biggest, that's a, a big kingdom and God completely changed the entire system for one lady. Wow. That's awesome, right? Yeah. That's how much God's for you. That's how much he's for you. That's how much he is for you. You don't have to defend yourself. He will defend you. He will vindicate you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was, that, was, that was a word of the Lord for us. We were going through a period where people were lying about us and everybody believed that that was hard. It was, it was very hard to go through that. And the Lord said, don't vindicate, I mean, don't defend yourself. I will vindicate you. Amen. 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 So we just kept quiet 
and we just walked in grace and love, and you know what, God totally vindicated. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's, you're encouraging me, I preach it, but you encourage me. <laughs> Deanna. So one of the things, like when I was, when you first said about being an agent of change, I was like, man, where is she going with this? And then like throughout each service, it just started to hit me that as a woman of God, I am an agent of change and anything that is in my realm of influence, I can actually change it through the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of me that God created me to take a house and make it a home, to take a child and make it a mighty person of influence and purpose, that God gave me so many tools and power and authority to change any situation that I don't like in my life, but it was actually up to me to decide. I decide if this problem stays in my life. I decide if I want to continue to put up with this. I decide. And as a woman of God, we actually get, God gave us the power to decide. We decide what we change and what we keep in our life, what we prune and what we want God to touch. And it was just so amazing that, you know, as I'm looking at changing, I'm like, man, like, I need to change this in my life. I need to change this. And I learned something that everything that I change around me first starts with a change in me. God changes me first and then he changes everything else around me. So if you can take anything away from this, let the change start in you and then you'll see the change start around you. Well, um, I feel like I relate to you in a lot of ways when you start preaching about being more comfortable singing and, and then not being the one to get up and greet whenever your husband first started asking you to do that. So I always feel like I relate to that because before um, even coming to the river, I'd never, I could not physically speak in front of people. I would get, I would shake and I would, you know, get, I mean, just like physically ill from trying to get up in front of people. So, but the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that's when you said that earlier, I was like, yes, that's me. By the power of the Holy Spirit, there's a boldness that comes on you. And so that's for every single um, woman in this place. But something that touched me was last night, and I think you might have seen it when you were, because you came down right afterwards, but um, when we were singing Waymaker, and, and, and this like spontaneous praise broke out in the place, I was like, man, that is so powerful. And we've never, I've never seen this room just full of women before. And, and so it's such an awesome sound to hear all your voices singing. But when you guys, when, when this place erupted with praise, it was, it was another level. I mean, I've never seen anything like that, experienced anything like that in my life. And it just goes to show you how with your mouth, you have so much power to create. And with your mouth, you have so much power. And if you stay in joy, like she preached about the other night, the joy, the well that's on the inside of you, if you stay living in that joy, you will never lose that praise or, or vice versa. If you stay praising the Lord, even in the times that seem difficult, even in the times where things are tough, but you keep using your mouth to, to just echo that, to just praise. And, and I'm going to get that clip and just keep watching it because to me, that did something to me. But like to, to take yourself and say, you know what? I see what what's going on around me, but I'm going to choose to look at the word and I'm going to choose to praise God and I'm going to stay in joy and I'm going to stay in strength and God's going to empower me by the Holy Spirit to do things I was never, I never in my natural state could do just like me right now speaking in front of you, but by the power of the Holy Spirit and that boldness will come on you 
And then you see somebody who would have never thought she could do a whole woman's meeting. I mean, I, I, that's intimidating to me because <laughs> I feel a lot like you. But, it, but, but, but you can see how when God puts that gift, that there's something that comes out. And, so, and, and you've said it before, when you get up here and you minister, it feels so good because it's the center of God's will for your life. So even though you don't, in the natural feel, it, like that's your natural equipping, but it is because the Holy Spirit does that in you. So for you, ladies, to take that away from, from this, even if you're not a naturally outgoing person, but God's put a gift in you, it doesn't matter because the power of the Holy Spirit makes up the difference. And so never lose that joy that comes on you when you praise the Lord, even in those times. And that's going to take your family to another level. That's going to take, you know, everything in your house is going to change when you begin to change how you just, just praise the Lord. Just, just, just say hallelujah if you don't feel like it. And you'll get joy off of that because you can't, it's not a happy word. (laughs) So stay in joy, stay in strength. And uh, when you go from this place, you're going to see God do so many awesome things with you that you never thought possible because you've been sitting in here under this anointing. Yeah. And so that's, that's what's going to, when she said, God's going to turn you into another woman, <laughs> it's the truth. God will turn you into another woman and you're going to see yourself doing things you never would have thought. So I can't wait to hear the testimonies from all of you ladies. And uh, I can't wait for next year. This has been an amazing time. <laughs> First of all, I want to say thank you to Pastor Donica, Pastor Rodney. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to serve. <laughs> I'm crying again. I promise you. <laughs> Wednesday night, the countdown ended. It was in Jesus' name. And I'm like, <laughs> what the? What the? No, but it's an honor and a privilege to serve. And, I, and you need to acknowledge those who make way for you and those who water you and those who feed you and take care of you. And I, I can stand here and testify 1,000% that Pastors Rodney and Pastor Adonica, they love you and they contend for your souls. They contend for your well-being. They, they, there is no element of judgment. It's just love. And when I came into the room, probably the reason I'm crying is because in all my life, I've never seen a room where there was such unity. There was unity of heart. There was a oneness, and I truly believe that that's why the Holy Spirit has been with here with us present every single service, because everybody came hungry, everybody came thirsty, everybody came expectant. Nobody came with anything in their heart towards one another. There was no fighting, there was no anything. It was just, ladies were here to love one another and to be loved and to be filled up. And I think that is so precious and so valuable. So thank you, Pastor Donica, for providing a place and a space and stepping out to allow us to do that. And then secondly, those of us you see here, it's not all of us, it's not everybody that's contributed. We're missing uh, Pastor Cheryl, of course, she's not here today. Pastor Kristen is preparing for the ladies' luncheon across the way and everything you see from the flowers to so many other things that she's doing behind the scenes. Um, She's been a massive part of this. Pastor Shanae is preparing the lunch. Today, she's the role of Chef Shanae and uh, she's preparing the luncheon for us today. And then there's Pastor Nicole who's serving in the children's ministry as well. So those of us, the faces you see, it's not the whole team. And I want to acknowledge those ladies as well. Thank you, Pastor Jess. That's awesome. I want to thank all the boys that helped us here, whether you wanted to or not, you were assigned to, but thank you. I hope you got something out of it. I try to get some of them to stay in. I told them it would help, but they, they ran. They ran away. 
If they did what? They ran they away somewhere. Oh, Where oh, I? Oh, away. anyway. They're, they're in the back there. Oh, that's funny. Good job, guys. Good job. But, <laughs> the, uh, Mom, sorry. Can I say three things? Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't put my finger on one thing. Um, but the first that thing that hit me the first night, and praise the Lord, I love, I'm married to Pastor Ronnie and Adonica's son, so I see the fruit of what they've put in. But every marriage is different, and I'm a very strong woman. And I've, I, the Lord showed me long ago that the place of submission is a place of rest and a place of safety. So I have always done my best to be submissive to my husband, but still my mouth does whatever the heck my mouth wants. I gotta be honest with you. And the Lord is helping me. But on the first night, she said, she, she said, you don't respect your husband because he earned it. You respect your husband because God says to. Yeah. And I, w- I will be honest with you. Thank you. Preach, <laughs> sister. So, so here's. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Praise the Lamb. Hallelujah. Submission. She's not wrong. Hallelujah. Hey. Hey. It's okay, gentlemen. It's okay. You can help her along. You can help her out. It's fine. Thank you, Jesus. We appreciate the sentiment. Hallelujah. But so yeah. anyway, yes. So I actually, so I actually went to my husband after that service. I said, you know, baby, I try really hard, but I'm so sorry, and I am going to, I'm going to correct myself, and I'm going to respect you, not for anything you do, but you do everything right, anyways. <laughs> not for anything you do, but because God told me to, and I need to correct myself to you right now. And you know, if you need to do that with your husband, then you need to do that with your husband. He is precious and you need to love him if for no other reason, but he's committed himself to you for a whole lifetime. Amen. The second thing that hit me was the faithfulness of God. Oh my goodness, I've had a revelation of the faithfulness of God and the song that she keeps running through my spirit. You are faithful. I can sing that all day long, all night long. He's faithful, hallelujah. So when you go from here, remember his faithfulness. And then finally, joy. While I've been crying, I have been laughing. And I don't know, there are some things that we're all insecure about, but I do not dance. But I have been dancing through the love. I have been dancing because I just got this this joy, this joy, this joy. And so I wanna encourage you, take the joy with you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So don't walk out of here and let it get sapped. Don't let, you know, you have been filled up to be poured out. And yes, in a year we're going to come back. But in the meantime, you can keep yourself full of the joy of the Holy Spirit. And so I, today I was sitting on the front row and it quickened in my heart. And it's Isaiah 55, starting at verse 10. And it says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. 
And here it goes. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Hallelujah. As we go forth from this place, we go forth with joy, we go forth with peace. And the word that has been spoken via Pastor Adonica will produce fruit in your life. Hold on to it and watch what the Lord is going to do for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I, I, you know, I'm so glad you said that because I, I, I had felt that and I didn't say that, but I felt like the theme, it has been priceless because we're priceless, but it kind of, the theme has been God is faithful. Yeah. Amen. He is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. If you take him at his word, you trust him. He will not let you down. He is faithful. He is faithful. I, I just want, I'm going to ask my mother to close us out in prayer. I want you to stand and grab a hand of a lady next to you. You can do a group of one, two, three. Just grab hands, look at each other in the face, like face each other like this. Yeah, like this. Face each other. Find a friend. Grab a friend. Join a circle. You can have three, you can have four, you can have two. Okay, we're, we're going we're gonna to say a prayer to each other. We're going to say this. We're going to say, you are beautiful. You are God's woman. You are gracious. You are a virtuous woman. You are strong in the Lord. And the power of His might. God's grace is on you. He has gifted you. He has blessed you. He has anointed you with a unique plan and special purpose. You are a special agent. You are a secret agent. You can do all things through Christ because He is on your side. He's with you. He's for you. He will never fail you. He has mercy for you. He is faithful to you. He will go before you. He will provide for you. And He will never let you down. As you go from this place, you go with peace. You go with joy. You go with blessing. And the Lord is going to use you even in the next few days and the next few months. The scenery around your house is about to change. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody got that. Somebody's got that. Somebody took that. Somebody got a revelation. Hallelujah. 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 You are going to a new level. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. They're not ready for you at home. You, you're going through a new level. You're going to see God do some things. The heaps are being piled up. Hallelujah. New level of blessing, new level of anointing, new level of influence, new level of authority. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you, you, you are changed and you're going to go make a change for the kingdom. Hallelujah. For eternity. 
Oh, I love you guys so much. Don't even want this to end, but we need to go and take a nap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want my mom just to pray a, a blessing over you. Um, are you going to stay where you are? Or are we going to bring you? She, she's, she's only stuck in the wheelchair because she had a hip operation, I mean, hip implant years ago, and she popped it out of place. So we're trying to, we're trying to get her all healed up. But just please pray a blessing over all the ladies and mothers and mighty women of God, grandmothers that are here. Come on. Okay, hold the mic up. <laughs> um, I was looking at some scriptures this morning, and, um, and goodness me, this Proverbs 31 is amazing. And every, every time you look at it, you, you learn some more. And um, I couldn't put it down this morning. Um, oh, gosh, excuse the magnifying glass. <laughs> Wait, let me find it now. Strength and honor are her, clo- are her clothing, and, and she shall rejoice in the time to come. So strength and honor are your clothing. Are your clothing. Strength and honor are your clothing. And, and another one, um, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful. I couldn't put it down this morning. Um, and another one, really, that applies to me. She girdeth her loins with strength and, stre- and strengthens her arms. So I've got to have, within three weeks, I've got to have another uh, x-ray. But now there's a scripture. She girdeth her loins. That's this part here. She girdeth her loins. Woo! She girdeth her loins with strength. <laughs> and she strengthens her arms. We girls have to do a lot with our arms. And we have to be strong here. And, and God girds our loins and, and keeps us, you know, girds us. And, and makes us strong. And our hands and our arms are strong. I see mommies picking up babies and picking up these big grandchildren. And I think, oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's for all of us. Oh, we've had a wonderful time. We really have. So I pray for every one of you right now. God, I thank you for the blessings of God. Honor Donica, first of all. And Father, I always, when she, when she left, just before she left South Africa, I read um, Proverbs 31 to her on that day, and I, and I always saw it in her. I saw her bringing food from afar. I saw her with her strong hands, never complaining, and, um, and I could see the, the, how much she loved Rodney and, and how happy they were together, and it was so beautiful to me as a mother. So I know with all of you, your relationships with your families, your relationships with your husbands and your friends are going to change and be so fulfilling. And God, thank you. Thank you for Rodney and Adonica. Thank you for the grandchildren. Thank you for all the families. And they're all our families are dressed in scarlet. The blood of Jesus is on our families. 
and the joy of the Lord is our strength. So, Father, we go through rejoicing and, and loving, loving life. And we wake up in the morning. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice. <laughs> and, and thank you, Lord, for every day. Like Pastor always says, Monday's going to be a good day. Tuesday's going to be an even better day. Wednesday. <laughs> so as we get up and as we go by faith each day, we wake up and we've got faith for that day. And then tomorrow's going to be even better. And then we've got tomorrow, we wake up, oh, gosh, tomorrow's going to be better. <laughs> so every day is a day of faith. We love you. It's been fabulous. And thank you. And we'll see you next year. <laughs> thank you, Ma. So I just bless each and every one of you as you go. Thank you, Father, for each and every one of these ladies. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done in them. And I thank you even as they go from this place. You will continue to work in them. And you will continue to give them more revelation. And Lord, I thank you that, that you promised in Joel that we would be radiant, and Jeremiah, radiant with joy. Radiant with joy. And that you would bless everything. Thank you, Lord, for blessing everything they put their hands to. May it prosper and be blessed. Father, anoint them to be the best wife they can be, the best mother, the best woman of God. Just anoint them. Whatever you've put on their life, anoint it. Lord, just, I thank you that you do things in them and through them that they never thought possible, but you exceed their expectations. And I thank you for it. Thank you that they go out with faith and rejoicing. Thank you that their joy is their strength. Lord, may they always know you every day of their life as a faithful father as a faithful father, that they are in the palm of your hand, Lord, that they are your most priceless treasure, that you protect them, you keep them, you watch over them by day and by night, and thank you that no harm or evil will come near them. The enemy cannot touch them in Jesus' name because they, are, they carry your name, Lord. They're your, each and every one of them is your daughter. And so I thank you, Father, that you just move mountains out the way for them as they go, that you just make their path straight. I thank you, Lord, that even as they're going to, even if they have to go into any difficult situations that come, come along, I thank you that as they face it with your help, I thank you, you just make it all right. I thank you, Lord, even before they get home, there will be some situations that are already straightened out. Before they get home, there will be some things already taken care of. Before they even get home, Lord, they will see your hand coming through for them in a mighty way. I just feel like that's a word for somebody here, and you can take it if you want to. But before you even get home, there's going to be some things that God does that, are going to, that, that you've been believing for, that you've needed, whatever it is. The Lord is going to do it, amen, as a sign and a wonder for you. Hallelujah. I just... <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I love you. I bless you. I wish I could just give you all a big hug, but you can give each other a big hug on your way out. And I, I hope you made some, some new friends. Amen. Some good godly ladies that, that you can encourage and that they can encourage you because we need one another. Amen. Let's never forget that. So I love you. I love you. You guys are all
totally 